Hello, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, September 21st, 2023. And here are some of today's trends in the news. Huh. September 21st. You know what today is? Nobody knows. I ask everybody, you know what today is? Everybody asks, they don't know. Special day? International Peace Day. That's right. Not a word by the prostitutes. Not a word from the little media whores that love to sell wars. All those little boys and all those little girls. The war whores that are always on parade. Yep. Not a peep about peace from the prostitutes. Media whores that get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whoremasters. And my throat's a little sore. I, 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 one call after another, these spams from, you know, with, 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 from foreign countries. I screaming at the guy. So you fuck, you're bothering me like this. You're nothing more than a, anyway. So I have to have a little espresso rather than some wine tonight. Ah, uh, and when I make espresso, I grind it by hand. That's right. It takes me about four minutes. When you put the beans in a blender, electric blender, it burns the beans. That's why espresso tastes bitter. And coffee, when you put it in one of those, when you grind it by hand, it slowly breaks the beans down. It doesn't burn them. I grind it really fine. Oh, you should taste this. Oh, and then I put a little bit of set in there. Oh. I've had these glasses since 1974. Hmm. Anyway, on to the news. Man, nothing happened today. Oh, on the markets? Let's see. Dow tumbles more than 300 points. This is CNBC. To notch up third day of losses amid fears of higher rates. Oh, and government shutdowns. The government shutdown, yeah, to some extent. It's the higher rates. You all know that I said in Trends in the News broadcasts, and all you subscribers in the Trends Journal know it before. I even said it on the broadcasts. That the equity markets would go down in late September and October. It's all about interest rates. This isn't rocket science. Because the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield is at 4.494%. That's the highest level since 2007. Huh, 2007. Oh, you mean the 2007 when I took out the domain name, the Panic of 08? Yeah, that 2007. The two-year yield is at 5.202%. So... Why would 
anybody that's not a gambling addict put their money in the markets when you could get treasury yields and money market funds for over 5% with no risk virtually. And now the Fed is saying that it looks like the bet on the street, they're going to raise them one more time. So what happens? Oh, then, and then again about the, 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 the shutdown. We'll see what happens with that. Of course, that'll hurt the markets as well. So the paper today, the uh, Wall Street Journal, Fed stands pat but keeps hike in play. Federal Reserve officials, official pieces of shit, voted to hold interest rates steady at 2%, at 20, excuse me, steady at a 22-year high and revealed a divide among whether they should raise rates once more. Most want to raise them when you keep reading the article. They began raising rates from near zero in March of 2022 because they said that people like myself and Peter Schiff and others that said, no, this inflation is real. They said, we don't know anything. It's only transitory and temporary. If they started raising rates then, but they didn't do it because they were kept artificially propping up the equity markets and the economy in the fight for the COVID war. End of story. Because everything should have fucking crashed when they launched the COVID war, shut down businesses across the globe, made people stay home, on and on and on. So, total bullshit. Fed officials also indicate they expect to keep rates higher for longer through 2024 than they anticipated earlier this year. Okay? We say, yep, they're going to lower interest rates in the run-up to the presidential reality show to boost the equity markets so the gang in charge stays in charge. End of story. Again, this Fatsha Brut, the... Janet Yellen's our treasury secretary. Yeah, this, this thing. She was former Fed head. See, the former Fed head's now our treasury secretary, so they want to stay in power. And then oil prices, they're still hanging around $94 a barrel for Brent crude. And today, Russia announced that they're holding back uh, fuel exports for most of the world, Russia has temporarily banned exports of gasoline and diesel to all countries outside a circle of four uh, ex-Soviet states because they say they're in short supply. So that's going to drive prices up higher. And thanks to the politicians that locked down or put sanctions on Russia and stopped oil and gas from flowing into Europe like Germany, which got 40 percent of it the prices are going to go much higher. As the prices go much higher, they're going to raise, keep interest rates high, and that's going to bring down the economy because Germany, the nation's fourth, the world's fourth largest economy and Europe's first, is already in recession. So now it's going to be dragflation. The economies are going to go down. 
and inflation is going to keep going high. It's not stagflation, but it's dragflation, and none of the media will cover what we're saying. None of it. I guess they don't like the word drag. Yeah, you drag them, drag them through shit because that's who's running our lives, these politicians. And a little prayer is your shirt. Don't forget to get it to tell the world how you feel. Hey, politicians, who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? And you got the back of the shirt in case you don't want to say anything. <laughs> All right. So you go to trendsjournal.com, you go to shop and you get them because they're, they're screwing us bad. Not the way I like to be screwed either. Ugh. Home sales stick near record lows in August, but prices continue to climb. Just as we had forecast, we said as interest rates go up, yes, there'll be a little downturn in housing, but as long as interest rates are high, it's a supply and demand issue and prices are going to stay high and inflation's staying high. So there you got it. It ain't going nowhere. You know, this article, I want to, this over here. Yep. I want to mention this about inflation again. Again, this is reported by the Wall Street Journal. Many Americans are taking little comfort from the inflationary slowdown because the run-up in the price of everything from cars to restaurants, meals to housing since 2021 has been abnormally large. No shit. We've been saying that they keep coming out with these numbers saying in it went down inflation when it really hasn't. Yeah, the numbers are going down. Think prices are going down to be still very high. It's like they were bragging that inflation in the UK is only 6.7%. What are you fucking kidding me? What are wages going up? Ah, office building bust, as we said, it's global. Chinese, Chinese office market flounders. Nearly 24% of the office space in the 18 major Chinese cities was unoccupied as of June. Yep. According to CBRE, the real estate service firm. They say in the United States, around uh, 18.2, that was in June. And then you got an article that's coming out that came out about uh, where, where it's going. And others are saying that places like Boston, you have the inflation rate, the uh, vacancy rates as high as 30%. I don't know, but that's what they're saying. Global debt pile hits record high of $307 trillion. This is from the Financial Times. Total debt spanning sovereign corporates and households rose by $10 trillion to about $307 trillion in the six months to June. That's according to the Institute of International Finance. Global debt as a share of GDP is 336%. Can you imagine? It's totally out of control. Now I'm going to go back to the markets. As you all know, I'm not a gold bug. I love gold because to me, it's the best safe haven asset and we don't give financial advice and we have no ads in the trends journal. So nobody's paying 
us what to say. I said, gold prices will go down as long as interest rates stay high. And gold took another hit today. Like at 1919 an ounce. 1119 dollars. It was 1019 around there. Anyway, I see gold bottoming around the 1850 mark. Gold prices are going to stay low as long as interest rates stay high and the dollar stays strong. When they start lowering interest rates, gold prices are going to skyrocket. And they're going to even go up before they start lowering interest rates because the global economy is going to go down hard. And when things go down hard, whew, gold goes up high. So those are things to look for. And on to the uh, Ukraine war. Biden and Zelensky spoke at the UN yesterday. And um, Biden said, if you allow Ukraine to be carved up, is the independence of any nation secure. You know what that is? Arrogant fucking scumbag shit coming out of a draft dodger's mouth who did everything he could to avoid going into the Vietnam War. The same fucking bullshit of the Vietnam War. We don't stop those commies. Those dominoes are going to keep falling and all of Asia is going to be communist. What the fuck do I care what happens in Ukraine? This shit's been going on for 300 years. I know all about it, wrote all about it, how the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014. It's in your Trends Journal. And that Jen Stoltenberg, that other arrogant clowns, the NATO head, he's even said that Russia got pushed into this by the push to expand Ukraine into NATO. So this is total bullshit out of bullshit Biden's mouth. I respectively suggest the answer is no. The answer, if you allow Ukraine to be carved up, is the independence of any nation secure? No, we're not secure if, if Ukraine is carved up. We have to stand up to this naked aggression today and deter other would-be aggressors tomorrow. Oh, we have to stand up? Go over there and stand up and fight and shut your fucking mouth, all of you little bitches and bastards that support war. Go over there and fight. This is the same bullshit that they've been selling. Yes, I have to calm down. I'm sorry. I have to, I have to. And, and, and the United States, of all people, to say this? Hey, look what you did to Afghanistan, scumbags. How about Iraq, you bastards and bitches? How about Libya? Oh, the flood in Libya? That wouldn't have happened if Gaddafi was there. Again, read the data about how the whole fucking country is going down since the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize when Barack Obama, Samantha Power, Hillary Clinton, Susan Rice, if only women were in charge, Gaddafi has to go. Eh, this goes on and on, the shit spewing out of his mouth. What a shit. Russia believes the world will grow weary and allow it to brutalize Ukraine without consequences, Mr. Biden said. 
We have to stand up to this naked aggression today and deter other would-be aggressors tomorrow to be a fucking aggressor like the United States who's killed millions of people and stole trillions of our dollars as the fucking country's rotten in front of us. Anyway, it's the American way. No peace, only war. U.S. track record proves it. And again, today is International Peace Day and not a peep about it from the prostitutes, the little media whores that love to sell wars. We're fighting. I'm a fighter for peace. I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. So donate to OccupyPeace.com if you want to help us get this peace movement going. Because the peace is a shit. All they want is war. Okay. And then one of Ukraine's strongest allies said it will no longer supply Kiev with weapons. Poland said today it will no longer supply its neighbor Ukraine with weapons as a rift of cultural exports grows. And all the immigrants, all the migrants that are pouring into their country. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end, the Ukraine war. But the United States is going to keep it going and do everything they can to escalate it. Here, you ready? U.S. urges its allies to bolster Kyiv arms. This is as Poland says no more. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said the U.S. and its allies need to focus on providing Ukraine with more air defense, artillery, and mechanized equipment. Yep. Isn't that great? And meanwhile, my, this is the clown. Look at this arrogant little prick. An arrogant little fucking scumbag, warmongering, fat piece of shit that loves war. Lindsay, you come out of the closet, yet, Graham. And there's our defense secretary. Yeah. Worked for uh, Raytheon, board of directors. Made $7 million in his trips on different board of directors. The second largest defense contractor in America. And then Mealy Mouth, Miley, Mealy, whatever his name is, the guy that's uh, the head of the United States over there, the, the chief over there, the armed service chief, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Joint Jerkoffs. Miley acknowledged on Tuesday that the counteroffensive has moved more slowly than planned. Yeah, no shit. We said this. In, when did we say this? Don't count on the counteroffensive. This is the United States leading the charge, a country that hasn't won a war since World War II. And again, all you people that say the United States didn't win World War II, they, they helped win it. I know Russia was the first to defeat Germany. I only said it about a thousand times. And again, Having said that, we said the big lie that Russia will lose. But the United States also defeated Japan and other countries. You know, so take it easy. Now, what else we got? No, just to show you what a fucked up country this is and how, and how the, only the rich are in charge of everything. Former Bridgewater CEO, this is from CNBC, David McCormick would get big money backing for Pennsylvania U.S. Senate run. A month before David McCormick expected announcement Thursday, today, his second run for the U.S. seat in Pennsylvania, 
He was a guest of an honor, a guest of honor at a party hosted by fashion designer Tori Birch at her massive Hamptons estate. McCormick, the former CEO and hedge fund giant, the Bridgewater Associates, was surrounded, you ready? By the who's who of Wall Street as they celebrated his new book, Superpower in Peril. The more than 100 attendees included former Goldman Sachs executive Lloyd Blankfein, Stephen Mnuchin, the arrogant guy that was our Treasury Secretary under Trump. One after another, current Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon, Bob Steele, Vice Chairman, Investment Banking Giant, Giant Perella Weinberg. On and on. Other likely backers include Paul Singer, the President of Investment Giant, Elliott Investment Management, and Blackstone CEO, Steve Schwartzman. All we are are fucking plantation workers of slave land here. The arrogant rich are in charge of everything. Everything. You ready? Aspartame could cause memory and learning deficits in future generations. Yeah, this is the shit that they put in all the sodas and stuff. And I'm mentioning this because I used to work for the chemical industry. That's right. I was a government affairs specialist back in the 1970s for a major trade association. And I was killing environmental legislation. All I wanted to do was make money and have a good time. And I started growing up around 32 and I quit. I'll never forget when they were pushing the aspartame. I'll never forget. I was reading all that stuff in the federal register and all this stuff coming out. And it, this stuff is, this stuff is fucking deadly. I mentioned about how the rich are running everything. They did the same thing. All these little shitheads that are the bureaucrats in the so-called fucking government agencies are nothing more than little fucking scumbag whores that put out for the big corporations. They pay them off. After you quit your job, you come with us. We'll give you a lot of money. Here, do this, do that. This country is so fucked up. This, are you worried about climate change? Oh, did you hear the story? Smoke from wildfire reverses progress made on cleaning air. Yep, wildfires. You could start wars, you could kill trillions of millions of people, spend countless hundreds of trillions of dollars, and you can't put out a fucking forest fire. Yeah. Just to show you the stupidity in charge. And again, yes, I'm angry because I'm a believer in what St. Thomas Aquinas said. It is moral to be angry when it's justifiable to be angry. Words to that effect. It is immoral not to be angry when it is justified to be angry. When you're in the fight for your life, you better have that anger in you to stop someone from taking it from you. And that's the reality of life.
And if people don't become angry about how they're robbing us of our freedom and dignity and how these rich scum are in charge of everything. Where are all you billionaires that gave all this money to this fucking guy that was the head of Bridgewater, where the fuck it was, the hedge fund firm? How come you're not putting money into peace? I'll tell you why. Because you're pieces of shit. Well, prove me wrong. And put your money into peace on this International Peace Day, as well as everybody listening. This is International Peace Day. Please do your part for peace. Donate to Occupy Peace. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to look at the video that I did yesterday with Judge Andrew Napolitano. Yeah, it's about Trump. Trump put himself in the dump. See you soon. At the Trans Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and it can change how you look at the world. His work is actually a gold mine. Anybody interested in politics, political trends, economic trends, social trends, cultural trends, you have to follow him, Gerald Salente. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. Been a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you are absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to 1.5% and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop, and if it drops below 30, 35, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salente, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.